0: Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Brave Room for the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, and not just any Lord, our Lord Gacha.
1: <laughs> ah, Gacha, uh, because now tis be the season of seasonal stuff and free pools and all that nice stuff.
0: Our Lord Gacha Pond, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy pools. <laughs> In SSR nice. as in yeah. as in R.
1: <laughs> yes. And my pulls haven't been all that great, but that's neither here nor there, I suppose.
0: Oh wait, wait hold on. Before before we get into this episode, then yeah, let's let's talk of some pulls. Cause I need to flex. So it finally <laughs> it finally happened. We finally got a new Cynthia and Pokemon Masters and she comes as a Giratina and she's wearing this gorgeous Giratina theme dress. And so mm-hmm. I saved up for her. I was ready to blow 30k gems on her at 300 gems per temple. God did not just get her in my second temple, I got her twice in that temple. <laughs> I thought I th- I th- my sister I don't dare get in a car anymore because I've used up so much of my luck that I'm pretty sure I'm gonna can f- get killed in an accident.
1: <laughs> it's not getting killed, it's good about getting isekai.
0: No no, isekai is if you have good luck. Bad luck, <laughs> bad luck you just die, no, no respawn there. Anyways, welcome to another episode of the Brave Room. So for this episode, I figured because it's the end of the year, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I want to try something new with the Brave Room, and I figured this is the perfect time to try this something new. Let's right. talk about the year twenty twenty one because it's been it's been a wild year.
1: Yeah, it it's been it has been that that's about it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I figured uh, we'd I figured we'd go over some like some of the big news stories this year and just kind of kind of weigh in on them and see see how that works.
1: All right, hit me. Yeah. So I think
0: the biggest like the biggest like oh my god news story for this year uh-huh. is for me is the fact that that Suez Canal happened this year. This year. That was this year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh god, I, I remember seeing seeing that meme about Bernie in the folding chair. That was the episode apparently this year. So yeah, that was... That, oh dear lord.
0: That was January because that was uh Lord Biden's inauguration.
1: Oh god. I, I genuinely thought it was like last year or something. But no. But no.
0: Oh my god, the hangout quests were this year as well. Seriously? <laughs> they were, yeah.
1: Oh god.
0: So that's it, it that's our fir- so much. <laughs> That's our first news story for this year is holy shit, how long has this year been? <laughs> I can't wait to find out that I graduated high school this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get called up in like three, four months that hey, you gotta collect your cert from your school and then like what, what? Which cert now?
0: Okay that already uh-huh. happened to me because I uh My uni was like, hey, can you come over and collect a cert? And I'm just like, I don't have the time. So, uh, guys, here's some pro-life advice. Your cert, your uni cert matters until you get your first job. (laughs) Watch it, like, instantly dwindle in value. Because after that, every job you apply for after this, they're not going to ask for your uni cert. They're going to be like, where'd you work last? And you're going to be like, "Uh, I worked at this place. And they'll be like, huh, it says here you got fired for stealing all the toilet paper and turning <laughs> it into a portrait of Mariah Carey. And they say, no, but I got a 4.0 GPA though. Wee.
1: <laughs> Wee.
0: But yeah, no, so that that was all this year. Swayze Canal, Bernie, kid, <sighs> kid graduating high school, those, those were all the same year.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, then also like... The fact that Legend of Mana remastered, I ordered it in February, and it came out in July. Question or was it June? It, it just feels so long ago.
0: Wait, um, was no did did you did you will it into existence in February? What?
1: No, no, the the pre order was in feb- uh, yeah, yeah, February. Yeah, that,
0: that, that's what okay. I mean. Like I I could have sworn the announcement was later, huh?
1: Really? Okay, hold on. It's time to check. <laughs> uh time to check my shipping fees and see what crimes i have committed against my wallets
0: because it, it was one of the big events because we were covering it and then they suddenly announced it and we were like holy shit! you willed this into existence
1: <laughs> like i woke up one morning and my friend's like uh hey you see this thing that came out like it's 6 a.m in the morning i can't really process anything right now
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And yes, I did indeed pre-order the limited edition in February. Damn, this year.
0: That that is absolutely wild. So I thought I would go through our website's analytics to figure out like what the big news stories for this year were.
1: Hmm.
0: Did not work because a lot of our best hit our best hits are all guides. Yeah. <laughs> no. Have I been busy? So, twenty twenty one we have had like again this year has felt so long that i feel like we've straight up like this we don't even know where to start was it
1: <laughs> yeah I, I mean like was it last month maybe just last month or early this month i was thinking this year has felt both simultaneously so long and yet so fast
0: yeah yeah no so okay, I have I have one to start with. Let's talk about freaking Fantasian. the game that deserved uh-huh. so much better than it than it got.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm salty too, and I didn't even play it. I'm just salty.
0: Like oh, Fa- Fantasian was like a great case study for like, not all mobile games are trashy gacha out to out to steal your money. That is a whole ass game.
1: Yeah, and also kind of locked to Apple Arcade for the moment.
0: Yep, unfortunately locked to Apple Arcade. So <sighs> that, the way that game handles its grinding is so clever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just like, oh, do well, you know, you can collect every every fight that you've already fought into a box, and then when the box gets full, fight them all at once. All at oh, once. Man. 30 V3. That (laughs) That
1: does sound kind of uh, daunting, but man, that just sounds kind of cool too.
0: Yeah, especially because Fantasian's combat system is built around uh, lines and stuff. Like every attack has a shape, so you want to make sure Mm -hmm. that shape lines up with as many targets as possible. So once you get to the 30 30 monster fight, it's just like, oh, we're playing Dynasty Warriors now. (laughs) How many of these characters can I... Can I summon out and do their big AOE attacks? And that's once again where the princess girl is like my favorite character in the game. Because she has Dragoon Stands that she can summon and they all do AOE attacks.
1: Let's go! The dragon's not gonna fall down and die this time.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, even if it does, she'll just summon a new one. It's the Eternal Dragoon. It's great.
1: But, like, speaking of warriors, the token rambu thing got announced this year, and I feel like, oh, oh, dear God.
0: Oh, that was this year, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's coming out next year. Confirmed localization. And I am actually kind of wondering how it would do because... You see, I've seen people complaining about the, the quality of the browser game, which I don't actually play either. I'm just there to admire the arts. And because it's under Koei Tecmo, they might do it in-house, so maybe it's not so much of a worry. But you know. Yeah, yeah. Th- them sport boys have some, some history behind them. So maybe a bit careful.
0: Definitely, definitely it's a it's a dynasty warriors game right it is yes it's gonna be fine (laughs) (laughs) i feel like making your game a dynasty warriors game it gives you a minimum guaranteed sales Mm -hmm. the only problem is no one will talk about it like it will net like even hyrule warriors which is ostensibly probably the best performing like the most popular of these dynasty warrior games just from word of mouth Mm -hmm. I still never hear anyone actually talk about it.
1: Kind <laughs> thing. I thought. Uh, I thought, in fact, that Hyrule Warriors is indeed the like best-selling of this uh, kind of spin-offs. But yeah, it's not I really mean, something people talk about. We
0: need. We need numbers to, to prove it.
1: Because I vaguely remember seeing it in the news. But yeah, my my friends' opinion on it is that sometimes you just want a game where you mindlessly button mash and you see big numbers and many enemies to go fight
0: yeah sure okay so i play uh fate extra link
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which is the fate dynasty warriors game and here's the thing because my first dynasty warriors game was dynasty warriors gundam for the ps3 i can't remember which one that was but uh i platinum that game that was my first and only legit platinum (laughs) Because of Neo Automata, I, I used the exploit you get to, uh, to unlock the Platinum Trophy. So, Dynasty Warriors Gundam was the first time I did that, and that was a lot of fun. And after that, I played a bunch of other games or whatever. And then my friends buy me Extella Link for my birthday. And the oh. moment I touch that, I feel the neuron activation start again. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I blacked out and when I woke up it was three hours later and there were so many dead enemies in front of me. (laughs) And I was doing air combos with Nero and it it was it was lovely. It was lovely. Those games are too much fun to ever like people be like, oh it's just mindless button mash. Yes. Do you know how much fun that is? Especially like I thought I thought me playing like fighting games and learning more technical aspects in like Devil May Cry would make me like these games less. No, it makes me like them more.
1: <laughs> you just activate that tribal monkey brain. Yes. This yeah, is it.
0: I get the same feeling of doing an elaborate Devil May Cry combo, but all I have to do is hit these buttons <laughs> over and over again. Oh my god, and like I think Nero Nero Caesar and Fate Extella Link has like some really, really satisfying air combos as well. It doesn't matter because once I unlock Lancelot, oh my god Lancelot is great in that game. <laughs> do do you know what Lancelot does in that game?
1: I don't so enlighten me.
0: Okay, so Lancelot in Fate Zero. He's a Berserker in Fate Zero, which is like the class that turns you into a Dark Souls boss, essentially.
1: The, the guy who doesn't talk.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Also that. So he's, this, he's literally like a Dark Souls boss. He's this big, lanky knight dude who crawls around on all fours and only screams. <laughs> Anyways, there's apparently this legend about Lancelot where he fought off a soldier using nothing but a branch. And because in fate, mm-hmm. your powers as a servant are derived from the legends around you. So Lancelot's ability in Fate Zero is he can touch anything and turn it into a magical weapon. NICE! So the first instance you see this is when he rips off a lamppost and uses it as a staff. However, this goes on, this goes further on, into guns and a fighter jet.
1: (laughs) Oh dear lord.
0: He hijacks a fighter jet and rides it like the green (laughs) goblin. and all of these are moves in Fate Xtella Link that you can do. One of his combo finishes is he pulls out two SMGs and just fires. (laughs)
1: Okay, I think you kind of sold me on it because I just kind of like seeing Charlemagne and my friends also pining over him sometimes. Oh yeah, I forgot he's in the game. Yeah, Yeah, but you know what? Sure, why not? I could get the game for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, guns, Gun Lancelot. He's the best. Also, yeah, all the guns launch, by the way. So, like, if, you're, if you aren't dead from the bullet spray, you're in the air. And now he can do whatever he wants. Ah, oh, it's so great. These games guns are... Guns so, a lot. The only thing I hate about them is that the only way you can make the levels interesting is by making them huge mazes and being so busy with other stuff to do. Ah, uh,
1: well, we can't win it all, I suppose.
0: Yeah, no. know. But otherwise, like... When I want to turn off my critic brain, they're great. Oh my god, I love those games so much. So yeah, Token Rambo Warriors, it's fine. It's gonna be fine.
1: (laughs) I mean, I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast before, because it's the Token Rambo one. They're definitely guaranteed to do at least decently well, because all the Yume Joshi are going to buy it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is Yume Joshi like some PC way to describe Fujoshi?
1: Uh, no, no. Yume Joshi is the subsection where they like to self-insert and ship the subsection. Ah,
0: okay. okay. Oh, I get it. Dream Woman. Okay.
1: Yes, yes. yes.
0: Okay. Took, took me a while to get that. Hey, see, you're learning something on this podcast today.
1: <laughs> I mean, Fujoshi, I'm pretty sure there's going to be another subsection, but either either way, either way.
0: There's there's an entire anime on that subsection. It's called Kiss Him Not Me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I heard of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I think th- my favorite thing about 2021 is it is the weird, the wildest Mihoyo arc I've ever seen.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because uh, Genshin
1: September, September was really something.
0: So, Genshin Genshin entered 2021 by leaving its honeymoon phase, you know this was like the real this was the real time where you see like is genshin like actually going to make a change or was it just marketing power because every gacha game starts to drop off at three months right yep and then genshin was like bet because (laughs) not only did it do well but it's now a standard of mobile games like you know you have fate clone and now you have genshin clone so it's, it's like it's so wild seeing how many more like 3d anime mobile games there are absolutely yeah, and, wild
1: and it's like kind of funny to me because there are some of these projects that have been in the works for a long time but because Genshin got out and it's immensely popular they're all gonna suffer getting compared to it
0: Okay, here's the thing, right? Like, I have no official confirmation of this, obviously. But I can, I can safely bet that at least one of these companies, there was someone who was going to say, don't make it an over-the-shoulder 3D action game. That's too much work. But then seeing Genshin do well, well they were like, okay, maybe it might work. <laughs> like, I guarantee Genshin has saved at least one of these games. From an incompetent uh, suit who who just wanted a chibi idol battler, but yeah, no, we got like PGR, we got that this year. Uh, PGR looks great. It looks like less horny Honkai, which means I'll never go near it. Heck, Honkai did great this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they finally got the got the budget from Genshin. So hey, so- someday we'll see Starreal again.
0: So that's funny, like, you know, of course Honkai fans going to be like, you can't say that about, Ge- about Honkai. But we published, like, the earnings. And it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Genshin made more money in less than a year. Well, I mean, in, in about a year. Than Honkai has made in years. And, Congrats
1: on the budget, guys.
0: Like, yeah, it is... It is a perfectly accurate statement to say that Genshin is paying for a lot of this stuff. <laughs> that, like, honestly, I wouldn't mind a Honkai, like, like, if they did a Honkai 2.0, essentially. Like, hey, we we'll because go- the problem is Honkai is very, very scattered right now. Uh huh. It's got the open world missions, which are basically their own games, just buried inside of Honkai. It's got the story stuff. It's got the event stuff. But it's done in a very mobile game way, where they're all just in separate menus. Uh-huh. It's even it's even got a roguelike built into <laughs> it. And the problem is, like, as someone who is not playing the game to speed, like you know, I'm not a maxed start character. I don't have a max start character, and everyone's at cap and all. Like, as someone who's not doing that, I open Honkai and I'm like, what the f- do I do? <laughs> like, I want to play the story? Question mark. But but all this other stuff like what's Elysian Realm why can't I try that but when I log in the game's telling me about Abyss Floor or something like that and all this other stuff is just like a mobile game is designed to be played in five minute bursts but you make me spend that whole five minutes wondering what I'm supposed to do next.
1: I mean Honkai has gotten all its sequels and all that to its third one so it could be someday where they might move on finally though i'm not sure they call it fall since chinese don't like that
0: okay, yeah we'll see from there i do hope like you know if they do if they do like just start over with another honkai uh keep the action game mihoyo makes i don't say they make good action games but there's the potential there. like okay if genshin's gonna keep it simple combat then make the next big thing to come to Honkai, just make it like more combat. Give me delay combos or air combos, both of those, they're great. Just put just put that in. And also, uh, obviously the other reason that Genshin outperforms Honkai is the simple fact that Genshin's available on PS5. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be bitchy about this, but there are people who would rather play it on console. Read me.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I'm just a PC master race. Stay fast.
0: Okay, Honkai didn't even get a PC version until last, like the tail end of last year.
1: Yeah, I remember them announcing it was like, it, what event was it again? Gamescom, I guess, just somewhere there.
0: Yeah, so definitely like I wouldn't mind if they if they did like a big like Honkai overhaul just just to bring it up to par. Meanwhile, like on on the Genshin thing, like. Oh boy, we had a lot of Genshin scale figures this year.
1: Off the top of my head, there's... Kri, Ningguang, Keqi, Mona...
0: Ganyu. Oh,
1: uh, Ganyu, right? That it? Besides the androids.
0: Yeah, those are the scale figures that we've got so far.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so... All of them women and... <laughs>
0: I've said it before, I'll say it again. They're saving Zhongli and Chilled for the wedding dress version.
1: <laughs> if anyone at MiHoYo's listening are willingly, maybe buy a Kasuha one so... cater to me specifically.
0: Listen, I'm just kind of upset that like... Mondstadt gets no love. Like, I feel like Liyue is literally where all the cash money is. Every Liyue character gets treated with so much freaking love in this game. <laughs>
1: I think that's pretty understandable.
0: Because I remember when everyone, you know, bef- at first, like, people were like, Oh, you know, if Genshin makes an image, of course it's going to be the cover characters first. You know, that, that one image of Genshin Impact. So it's going to be Kaya, Jean, Diluc, uh, Amber, Lisa.
1: 20.
0: Yeah, But no, we jumped straight over that one. We okay, first we're going to Klee. Because as we all know, Klee was the first Genshin Impact character. They were going Ningguang. <laughs> <laughs> Our traveler gets to be in all the blind box and plushy stuff, so it's okay. Like, it's wild. Like I think Mona is the Mona and Klee are the only two like monstard characters to get anything.
1: Uh Venti's Nendoroid, but not a scale figure yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well Venti's like in trouble with China, so that's probably why. <laughs> so yeah okay that's the that's the next big story which i'd like to call whatever the hell china was up to this year
1: the the whole pandemic really drove everyone crazy
0: i'd like to think that the the government of a major country is a little is a little bit more immune to stir craziness than the rest of us like <laughs> pandemic drove us crazy explains me buying that box of genshin impact trading cards and maybe and contemplating a membership to Oro Crony. It doesn't explain the wild, wild regulations, like minors only get three hours of video games a week, says the government. And and things like the waifu ban, which was their their guidelines that they published.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I I should I should pull that up. It's a And honestly, like, you know, China outrage aside, a lot of people like to deal in China outrage. There's a lot of interesting things to read from that, and I highly recommend going to go check it out if you haven't, because a lot of the decisions you see come out of China this year, like, going forward, are going to be related to that. Like, for example, uh, we just had the whole thing with Yunjin in Genshin, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And people were really, really praising, like, how how detailed they went with the cultural representation with her because she's based on opera. peking opera peking i don't know P- i guess peking but yeah beijing opera
1: <laughs> okay good good enough
0: which it could very well be you know mihoyo just having an appreciation for the culture of their home country which i sincerely hope it is but there is also the undercurrent that is china has rules about how you represent their culture. Yeah. So, in that sense, like, whenever you see something related to Chinese culture get portrayed really, really well, you have to remember that there was probably the undercurrent of oh, like, if I get even the smallest detail wrong, they will come after me.
1: Yeah, like, for one thing it's really great because after all you get introduced to new culture and that's say area I guess, any anime-esque stuff is always hey Japan number one. So something else considering how big China is, it's pretty cool. Then also uh, the the undercurrent just just, just just doesn't feel that pleasant. Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> oh man, I was I'm, I'm reading reading through this article. So I wrote the article that we have on our website about this by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And every time I read an old article, it's uh, it's always wild because you you kind of see like what was going on through my, through my head at the time as well. Like I I have very little memory of, of writing these articles. Uh, da, 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 da. But yeah, no. So, like I mentioned design I think that's probably why we will not see a Venti scale figure anytime soon because Venti was like specifically named as a no no character, mm-hmm. unless we get buff Venti. Yeah,
1: honestly might be interesting.
0: His concept art ito but with venti head.
1: (laughs) Okay, that I will veto.
0: No, 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 we have to. China says we have to. We have to. And Kratos' beard, yeah. (laughs) That's the only way we're offsetting this. And that's that's how you're getting your, your venti scale figure. It is wild. And I think the wildest thing was covering it. Because for some reason we somehow like we the journalists who covered this news got the flack for covering it (laughs) i'm like i don't know what i didn't say no venti i just wrote it down he said it
1: (laughs) no no you must you must shoot the messenger on the internet
0: Yup, but yeah no there's there's a lot of like it it is genuinely wild is my point about about all this like, the funniest thing... I guess funny is not the right word for it. The other thing you have to remember is the state of relations between China and Japan. Where oh, they yes. they are basically begrudging, begrudgingly nice to each other. Because uh, because they need to, for business reasons. China, yes. China can make a game fast, and everyone likes anime. So they need to work together to make this. And so even in the even in the the seminar where they talked about it uh like you know they they mentioned china's like oh we want to be less reliant on japan and stuff because you know stuff like one piece is really popular in in china at the end of the day games like uh companies like miHoYo like they literally make their money by looking like anime like
1: yeah uh, some some games i know they gradually introducing Chinese voices like Arc Knights are uh, including them, and some Chinese-made games are already starting off with uh, CN voices only. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it might it might be a while for it to actually catch on properly and stuff. It's not just usual.
0: it's not just CN dubbing. The problem is like visually, you still say anime.
1: Yeah, that's that too. Like,
0: the idea is that like, if you wanted, if you really wanted this to be a thing, someone would have to invent a more Chinese art style get it popular and then start making games in that art style which is something that anime has a 20 year head start on meanwhile you know other companies are just going to make anime games <laughs> but yeah so that was that concludes the China portion of this podcast uh, feel free to send all death threats to benedict at Gameofbraves.com. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess someday the Nerja movies will get popular, but uh, I guess that's another topic for another time.
0: Yeah, yeah. News-wise, like we also had the fact that PS5 still don't exist. This console th- isn't real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm I'm sure it would be real. Maybe in in my dreams I'll use it there or get a Doraemon or something. Ha uh-huh. ha.
0: I feel like it's like a protoss sculpture in uh, a protoss building in StarCraft where yeah. in, it's they're warping in the PS5s but something keeps <laughs> happening so the, the warping keeps getting interrupted.
1: You must construct additional pylons.
0: Exactly. Sony needs construct more additional pylons. That's what they mean by semiconductor shortage. Is they can't build enough pylons to <laughs> to build enough enough PS5s. And my favorite thing about this is that you can almost kind of tell how many games like, oh boy, we got a release on PS4 now because no one's going to play our game on PS5. <laughs> like, I feel bad for games that did launch exclusively on PS5. But here's the thing, right? On one hand, some of the games that, like, games that launch exclusively on PS5 are great. Look at Demon Souls. Look at Ratchet and Clank. Those games are amazing and run really, really well. And then on the other hand like any game that requires an active player base like destruction all-stars this is the third time i've brought this up in conversation this week (laughs) destruction all-stars got big shafted because it was ps5 exclusive like I i
1: understand it was pretty fun and they tried to help it out with bots but no bueno
0: yeah, because at the end of the day, no one wants to fight a bot. It's just like how ever since I started doing ranked matches in Guilty Gear, you think I fucking play arcade mode? Of course not. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to play against a bot. I want to ram over a five-year-old kid. <laughs> there's, an, a, there's a tombstone quote. <laughs> Got one. <laughs> yeah, Destruction All-Stars was a hell of a lot of fun, but the fact that And it works really well as a PS5 game because, oh my God, the adaptive triggers flap when your car is damaged, like you know, as if like your bumper was dragging on the ground, and uh, the entire controller rumbles at the start of the match when you need to, when you're like accelerating but you don't have the green light. It's it's freaking amazing. But at the end of the day, you need players, and locking it to one console that no one has was not going to work out, especially when games are marketed these days as you know, oh but it's been two weeks, play a new game now. So of course everyone's going to jump off Destruction All Stars. Also that game's character design was, I, I almost say it was too good because... Too good for
1: this sinful semi-conductless earth. <laughs>
0: no, because it's whole thing was it had the life service thing going for it, right? So you, you were supposed to be motivated to collect skins for your character like hell, I wanted to use any of the skins. Like my character looked great. Like default skin for looked better on every character.
1: Yeah.
0: Like it was just like at the end of the day, the the core design was so good that I had no reason to ever want to change it. I'm sure there are people who disagree with me on that, but listen, the dude I played as was an African dude with a tiger mask and a leather jacket. You, you don't get much better than that. <laughs> The PS, that's the PS Five thing in a nutshell. It was great, it was great for games on a technology level, but if you were playing a multiplayer game, goodness, don't make it PS Five exclusive ever.
1: As long as uh, somehow we really great really have to spawn in those semiconductors, uh, and maybe rob some people while we're at it. mm
0: mhm. Uh huh. Listen, I got a bu- I know a bunch of people who literally just have a pile of semiconductors out in the middle of nowhere doing nothing valuable. I say it's legally fine to steal from them.
1: Yeah, it's, we're morally obligated to. Mm-hmm.
0: Or at least destroy them, for for Mother Earth. Uh, <laughs> I do have one more big thing to end on, which is the screw it. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about fighting games again. Yeah. I think this was a great year for fighting games. Holy <laughs> shit, this was a great year for fighting games.
1: Oh my god! Great year for fighting games uh, would be Mortal Blood and Guilty Gear. Yes, the main one. The main ones. Those are
0: the. Those are the ones that came out this year. And then we got you know, like those are the ones that made it over the finish line this year. We still have DNF Duel, King of Fighters 15. We got Blaze Blue back. Central <laughs> Fiction has rollback. And it's great. Cross tag is getting rollback. Did Plus R rollback come out this year? I think. Hold on. Okay, that was GB- that was end GBBS,
1: of. GBBS, uh, h- hanging in there. Are you okay? Can you put in rollback someday? Maybe you know your competitors are all doing it. Also, too bad for Blaze Blue, Fate Grand Order, I suppose.
0: Oh yeah, that game, that game died. Listen, that game <laughs> died, so rollback could live. I call that I'm a network. Amen. <laughs> our Lord Gachapon, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Grant me rollback in my fighting games. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was great. Like, because it turns out two years of people being stuck indoors and they were like, oh my god, our games have to actually be able to be playable online now. It worked. It we worked. Ha- Western games have been doing rollback for a while. Like, I think uh, Mortal Kombat had rollback, Skullgirls had rollback, Power Rangers had rollback, and Crossplay, which is the next big hurdle. Come on fighting game boys, you know we want it. Fantasy Strike, which was free to play, had rollback. Uh, so, you know, it's been done before, but the problem is, none of those are... Well, Skullgirls is a hyper fighter, but... You know, uh, the problem is like we couldn't get the big Japanese giants to get in on it. And then Strive came about, and like it may not have been the first, but it definitely was the most important game to, to sport rollback. Because if Ark Freaking System Works could get over whatever hang ups these other games had <laughs> and do it, and Guilty Gear became so popular that the Jacko pose trended five years after Jacko <laughs> Valentine. <laughs> was uh, was created that's a good sign and then you have the gall of Persona team re-releasing uh, Ultimax the Persona fighting game and saying yeah. maybe we'll do rollback in future <laughs> it's like if you had done it from the start do you know what would have happened I would have freaking pre-ordered your
1: game start start Will Smith posing at the rollback look we have the numbers to prove it works. We literally do because
0: Plus R added Rollback and then it jumped to being one of the top fighting games at, at, uh, on Steam at the time. Strive added Rollback and it's been competing with Street Fighter and Tekken. Then Central Fiction added Rollback and then it overtook Strive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it freaking works. But then you have people like Harada being like, "Oh, but it doesn't." Work. And the worst part—that's how you get. I forgot that Virtual Fighter came out this year. That's what happens when you don't have rollback. We got, we got a freaking new Virtual Fighter this year. <laughs> Virtual Fighter and Persona Arena are gonna both going to be the same wet farts on launch. Like, it's great that we got these games back. Why couldn't you have made them run better? <laughs> oh man. We I mean,
1: not my priority. Ooh
0: but yeah melty blood is doing great for what it is but and then king of fighters and dnf duel were both just like hell no we're not going to like we're not going to show off that we have rollback <laughs> so yeah no this year has been great for fighting games because we have successfully cyber bullied the japanese into realizing that <laughs> it's rollback or bust
1: need to send more strongly worded letters and uh and sales charts please you joke
0: but that's what happened to guilty gear because the first like the first showing of guilty gear was using delay based netcode and they were like and they did their whole like oh you know maybe we'll look into it and then (laughs) so many people flooded the feedback forms (laughs) saying rollback please they were like okay we're delaying the game but we're gonna add rollback so yeah that that's a thing that happened
1: uh, so bullying works sometimes cyberbullying work big time
0: <laughs> it works so well We're all, and I just want like more beloved games like less beloved games to fall through the net like to all of them to get this big rollback it, so that we can move on to the next phase of our cyberbullying plan which is the, which is crossplay <laughs> <laughs> I understand crossplay. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. i I, I sense some tech people in the comments saying crossplay is not that easy, because, <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive, as an example, has a had a five frame delay on PS5 compared to PC. I think it is less now, but it, there is still a delay on console versus PC if I remember correctly. Okay okay But hear me out Power Rangers did it <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Strike does it
1: Please Your game would sell bec- When people can play It
0: would sell You'd think That people wouldn't Buy the game Because You know I'd be like Oh but why But uh, I won't buy the game On PC And uh, On PC If it's on console Or vice versa Here's the thing Wrong I own two copies of Guilty Gear Strive. (laughs) Like...
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, mine's not even fighting games, but when people are your friends, they will be willing to buy multiple copies. Don't don't worry about it.
0: Because here's the thing, labbing on my couch is hard, because it's in the living room where my entire family is. And that's not great for wanting to focus and learn a combo, because you want to talk shit with them. But when I'm in my room, guess what? There's no one here because I'm a li- miserable person who's going to die alone. So I'm go- <laughs> so of course I'm going to be able to lab out those combos. And if both platforms could have a great base of players due to the power of crossplay, that'd be amazing! And we could have our second great year for fighting games in a row.
1: Man- manifesting good vibes for FGC in 2022. Two- 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 two. Let's go!
0: Yeah. Anyways, that's. I think Ben's gonna Ben's gonna hit me with uh with probably a Chinese flag soon, if if this episode (laughs) keeps going on any longer. This has been another episode of the brave room. Thank you so much for listening this year. I so next week we are going next episode we are gonna do something new, and so basically before this we had a. We had, what What did we have? We had a fortnightly episode. Yeah, we've been doing fortnightly for a bit. That, we will be changing to a monthly schedule now. Because, uh, just to to make sure that we're getting these, these podcasts out with slight, with better quality. Basically, we're going, we're going quality over quantity here. We want to make sure that you guys get better episodes for this, so we're going to be switching to a monthly format. And we want to try more of this. Like, talking about the news. Because sometimes a big news thing happens. And it feels strange to not talk about it as journalists. So we uh-huh. wanna stay tuned to the Gamer Braves Twitter account for more information on when the next episode is going to be. But tentatively I wanna shoot for the third week of every month.
1: Yeah, there should be enough time to just get some of the big stuff and you know, just see community response, etc etc, etc.
0: But yeah, if we are open to how we handle this format, so don't forget to leave a comment, tell us let us what you know uh, let us know what you think about all this and also like any other new stories you want us to throw in because there's there's a lot of good ones out there and these were just some some of my favorite ones from this year this has be another episode of the brave room thank you so much for listening and happy new year guys see you in the next one yeah you know what my favorite new year's eve song is by the way yeah it's willennium uh i i promise you listeners google it it's great it's a will smith song about the about it's about the year 2000 but i feel it's work it works every year (laughs) here it comes another year that's great it's great anyways happy new year guys take care
1: happy new year